Please be seated. Greetings to all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me begin by saying how delighted I am to be able to be visiting with you this morning. My last time here was in 2018. It's been four years ago. I retired at the end of 2019, and this is my first opportunity to be with you on a Sunday morning since then. My heart is full of happy memories from the early days of planting this congregation. Some of you were part of that, I think, but it goes back to sowing seeds in the Waco community with the hopes of planting a new, lively, growing Anglican church. And uh, services were held on Sunday afternoon in a variety of different places. I remember coming down from time to time on a Sunday afternoon and having confirmations in someone's living room where we celebrated the Eucharist around a small table. And uh, then we moved on one year to a Baptist church in the Sunday afternoon time slot and then on to a Christian school where we met in their building for a while. And then finally, uh, the discovery of this opportunity of purchasing this church and moving here and starting Christ Church Waco in our own building. What a joy that was. Uh, we planted seeds and some watered, but God gave the growth. And it was my pleasure to come here few years ago to do the consecration of this building as an Anglican place of worship, and then sometime after that to institute Father Lee Nelson as your first rector. So this is a very happy occasion for me, and I want to congratulate you all and encourage you to continue to press on and to continue to grow the kingdom here. You're one of the bright lights in the Diocese of Fort Worth, one of the fastest growing and uh, largest attendance congregations in the diocese. And that gives us all not uh, opportunity for pride necessarily, but of thanksgiving to God for his goodness and grace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. May Christ, the Son of God, be manifest in you, that your lives may be a light to the world. These are the familiar words of the priestly blessing at the end of every Eucharist during the Epiphany season. And I begin with them because, in a nutshell, it's a very good summary of what we're all about, not just in Epiphany, but in every day of living the Christian life. We are to allow God in Christ to be manifested through us in the way we live and interact with other people so that we might share the light of Christ with the world about us. We're in that time called the epiphany season, but when you think about it, there are many epiphanies, not just one. So we're in the season of the epiphanies, the revelations and manifestations of Jesus Christ to the world. You'll recall that it begins every year on January 6th, the feast of the Epiphany of our Lord Jesus Christ, which the prayer book subtitles, 
the manifestation or revelation of Christ to the Gentiles. So it's called the Epiphany because it's the first time that Jesus is revealed to the non-Jewish world as the son of David, the anointed Messiah, the long-promised king. And he's sent to redeem not just the Jewish nation, but the Gentiles as well. And so this is revealed in the Feast of the Epiphany with the symbolic visit of the Magi, the, the, the wise men, the three kings, who are the first non-Jews to worship the Christ. And then the next Sunday is another Epiphany, isn't it? The first Sunday after Epiphany is always celebrated as the Feast of the Baptism of Jesus. It's another revelation of who Jesus is, isn't it? Remember when he comes up out of the water, having been baptized by John, the Holy Spirit descends upon him in the form of a dove. And there's a heavenly voice that says, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Jesus is revealed and manifested as son of God. And the Sunday then the second Sunday after the Epiphany is always the recitation of the first miracle of Jesus. It took place, you remember, at a wedding feast in Cana of Galilee where they ran out of wine. And Jesus miraculously transforms water into fine wine so that the marriage feast can continue. And at the end of that story, the gospel writer ends, and he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Epiphanies are meant to reveal the glory of God to men and women like you and I. And in short, you know, when you think about it, the reason that you and I are here today is because we've had an epiphany. We've experienced in our own personal spiritual lives some revelation of who Jesus is, some manifestation of the glory of the living God. And so we're drawn Sunday by Sunday to this place seeking to renew that sense of epiphany and revelation and manifestation seeking to encounter the risen Lord in word and sacrament. The purpose of an epiphany, you see, is always the same. To reveal Jesus Christ, yes, but to lead to conversion, to lead to decisions of faith on those who receive the revelation, to confess Jesus Christ as Savior and follow him daily as our Lord. Epiphanies lead to conversions, and you and I are here today because we've had an epiphany where Jesus has revealed himself to us and made himself real to us in our lives. Sunday by Sunday, we come to this sacred place seeking an epiphany, seeking a word from the Lord in scripture and sermon and song. 
seeking to encounter the risen Lord in the midst of his people in word and sacraments, to receive once again the body and blood of Christ at the altar, the bread of heaven, and the cup of salvation. Epiphany is what baptism is all about, not just the baptism of Jesus, but our own baptism. We are baptized because Christ has come to dwell in us through the sacrament of water and new birth. It's an epiphany because it is a time of receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, being born again, being forgiven our sins, and made inheritors of the kingdom of heaven. It is an epiphany that is a new beginning that has no ending. Our confirmations at the hands of the bishop are times of revelation and manifestation and of Christ being made real in our lives through the laying on of hands. We receive the strengthening gifts of the Holy Spirit. Why? So that we might become epiphanies to others, that we might become a means of the revelation and the manifestation of Jesus Christ at work in the world through the lives of his disciples who are epiphanies. Rejoice in this season of the epiphanies, dear brothers and sisters, remembering that epiphanies lead to conversion, but conversion always leads to evangelism and mission in the world. Receive the light of Jesus Christ again today in word and sacrament, and then join with the epiphany people of God in spreading the light and love of Jesus Christ in the world about us in everyday work and life and witness. May Christ, the Son of God, be manifest in you that your lives may be a light to the world. In the name of the living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.